0: Hey guys, let's begin. But first, a small sponsorship message. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. Also, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? What's up, guys? How are you? My name is tager and today we're talking about... Foolproof solutions for flight safety during COVID. I know, very heavy subject. And uh, that's what we're going to discuss today and not just discuss. We're going to devise new ways to make the flying experience safer during this time. So before we move on to solutions, we first have to discuss what are the biggest risk factors are in this uh, today's world now. I mean, when you're going out to fly, of course, you know, you will try to be as socially distant as possible. I mean, going through TSA lines that, you know, they will... They will make up their own ways for people to be safe and going through the lines, you know, however they're going to do. My biggest concern is the risks that we face inside an airplane. I mean, how do we avert those risks which we are directly in contact with? A recent... uh, article i was just reading that the airline industry some of the airlines have said that they're not going to be you know having seats like having one empty seat to the other they're planning to fully book the flight regardless of how safe or unsafe it is so i was saying wow i mean of course they want to make money but damn i mean they don't care people public safety at all so So that's why I am here to first devise. First, let's discuss what are the biggest risk factors are inside a flight besides just sitting together and how we can find a new solutions for that. And by the way, I have written an article about this. These solutions, what I'm devising today, are in accordance with so that the airlines can make profit also it's safe for the people i'm not going to tell you all hunky funky you know kind of solutions that oh what if we could do that no these are very practical solutions and uh, that way we can have a safer flight experience and on the others, business end also it's good for the flight industry so let's get started right Let's get started. So few first, few risk factors. Number one, what I think inside an airplane is using the lavatory. I mean, if you have a strong bladder, it's good. But it's really impossible, like if you're in a long-haul flight, it's really impossible to hold off for that long. And once you go inside a lavatory it's the only place which is used by most of the people so even though you might have an entire seat all by yourself you are doing the social distance distancing thing and everything what you can but when you have to use the lavatory it just all becomes so redundant because that place is wet It's closed, confined, and it's just being touched and used by so many people. So how do we make lavatories safe? That is problem number one. Now, the problem number two. The problem number two is making sure that everyone wears mask at all times during the flight it's a very very tough task that is why the solution has just a bit of steps to do that but nothing is impossible again as i said all these solutions are in accordance with so that it's good on business end also it's safe and good on the passenger end too Wearing masks at all times, of course, we can't make everybody do that. But unfortunately, it is one of the most effective ways to reduce the spread of this virus. As long as you have something covering your face, you are not going to project your droplets into the air And that would prevent, especially in a confined tube where the air is circulating, it becomes a lot more important. So if, because, let's say if a guy is sitting all the way in the back and he sneezes without a mask, the droplets are going to be sucked in by the air vents. And who knows, it will come out maybe... 10 rows ahead so it's there is no rules i mean of course the air vents have filters and all those things but they're not the kind of filters that are designed to prevent a virus they're not that micro filters so it's very easy within an airplane to have that uh, circulation and circulation of the virus so that is problem number two. Making sure everybody wears a mask. We'll, we'll have a very interesting solution for this one. Now, the problem number three. How do we make sure that none of the passenger is already sick? I mean, how can we make sure that you know there's not a sick person? Because if there is a sick person, then it is very much likely he will affect its surroundings. He will emit that virus in some form or the other inside an airplane. So how do we make sure that people who are inside the airplane are free of virus? So these are very, very main, you know, predominant risks that we face when we go out to fly. Some of the other risks are also there, which are, let's say, the air ducts inside an airplane. When, let's say, there was a flight and somebody was sick or somebody sneezed and the air ducts caught the virus and it was sitting in an air duct and the next flight loads up with the different passengers and then the air starts to circulate, what happens? It's possible that the virus that was left in the air vents by the previous flight could easily come out in the next flight and infect somebody else. So which means it can be a breeding ground or a spreading ground for the virus. So that's one, uh, another risk factor. Well, my friends, I know you must be waiting right now. What are the solutions for that? So now let's start with the solutions. Problem number one, levatories. How do we make sure that that confined space is safe to use and it's not becoming a place where everybody gets infected? It's very simple. Now, to explain you the solution, I have to explain you the action. Now, what the action is, it's mist spray. You might have guessed it. You know, you might have had a... You you could see a picture of a mist spray, right? Like a room sprays. you know, sometimes you walk into the room, uh, spray automatically sprays, and you see the small air mist, you know... Spreading the fragrance around um, That's kind of it, but it, it's a little bit of a Commercial version. I'm not saying it's huge. It's big. It's still the size of your uh, Just your arm like like the bottom half of your arm So it's not very big, but it's a commercial disinfectant mist spray and how we're gonna use that so it will be programmed to engage itself after every use so let's say somebody uses the lavatory and the moment they close the door it will engage itself the only difference is going to be there is a two-step process with that first there should be at least a three minutes of gap between each use and it's not a biggie it's not a very big deal to have a three minutes of gap The reason the three minutes of gap is so that when the air is disinfected and the mist is going all around, let it work. It might take a few seconds, you know, but just to be safe, give it a two or three minutes so that it goes into each and every corner of the lavatory and make it disinfectant. So that means it's safe for the next person to use and there is no risk for the spread of the virus inside it second part is there should be a clock or because it's tough to monitor the doors every time somebody uses it so how do we do that there should be a you know a a announcement right before the flight you know these are the levatory rules everybody goes in there's a wait of about two three minutes and then there's a clock there should be a stop clock outside because i'm telling this because it's a temporary thing we're not fixing this in a, in an airplane for a longer time hopefully i mean that's what i hope that this thing is going to go away so that is why these solutions are effective cost effective business friendly passenger safety and temporary so so that we have a clock outside next to the door it will you know tell it will reset every time somebody opens the door or closes the door so it will give people an estimate of how long it has been after the use of previous person so that is how my friends we solve the lavatory problem every time somebody uses the lavatory it will be disinfected completely automatically It eliminates every risk of that. And it does not cost much. It's only a few hundred dollars of equipment. And how many lavatories we have inside an airplane? Two, three, four. That's not. That's probably the cost of three seats. One time only. So that's one thing. Now let's come to the second problem. Second problem is kind of a... Because I... mentioned the second one was making sure that everybody wears a mask it's a couple of parts of process so before i jump on to that i want to address the one about the air duct what do we do about the viruses who get stuck into the air ducts and they pose a risk for the next flight so that and they pose the risk to the passengers of the next flight because the moment air starts to circulate, it can come out. The virus can come out of the air vents and can dis- and can infect somebody else. So how do we kill that virus in an air vent? Now listen carefully, my friends. There's two ways we can do that. First way is I'm sure you might have guessed it. We can spray it with the disinfectant, make it a make it a uh like uh same thing as a mist spray let the air run or even not just spray it spray the vent uh from one opening just have a can shake it up and just spray it that way it just goes into every corner and then kills the virus that is one way second way and this is an easier way is to turn up the heat there was a study actually that was happened that this virus dies in minutes and seconds above temperatures of 35 degrees celsius. So if the temperature goes above 35 degrees celsius, this virus cannot survive long. So all you have to do is turn up the heat and let the air circulate for that appropriate amount of time, and that will kill the virus inside the air vent. And this process can happen between each flight extremely cost effective doesn't cost anything and it just ensures another way that the virus doesn't infect people inside an airplane and keep everything safe so that was it for the ducts. now let's come up to the big problem the big problem is how do we make sure that everyone wears a mask at all times? First of all, this question itself is so much uh, of an uh, authority that it just feels like, you know, how can you make sure that everybody wears a mask? Are we going to make everybody wear a mask? Or how do we do that? Nope. That is nothing like that. We're not making anybody do something that they don't want to do. So let me tell you what the solution is. First, let's elaborate the problem. Nowadays, the problem is that the census seems to be divided between two categories of the people. The category one is people who are wearing the mask. And the category two, you must have guessed it. Yes, the people who are not wearing the mask and they have their own reasons. We don't want to dive deep into if they're personal, political or or whatever the reasons are, but there are reasons that people are not wearing masks. There's also people who cannot wear a mask, which we also will discuss about them. Because there's people who cannot and then there's people who cannot wear a mask for a longer period of time. So let's say if somebody have to eat or have to do something, have to take medication or anything, those people cannot wear masks all times during the entirety of the flight. So that people, you know, also, so so it's safe to assume that those people are also, because they're not doing it intentionally, although they will come under into the same category as the people who are not wearing masks because reason could be any but as long as you have to take off the mask it defies the purpose of the mask so basically there's two categories people who will wear the mask during the entirety of the flight and people who will not wear the mask for the entirety of the flight now the point comes to this is it fair for the people who are wearing the mask make them sit next to ones who are not first it defies the entire purpose then it doesn't matter if somebody's wearing a mask or not as long as there are even a single person inside an airplane that is not wearing a mask it defies the purpose of the mask completely and it just makes a hole into the entire safety of this entire procedure so we can't have that it's not fair also it's not right and both people are doing things with their own reasons and we need to respect the we need to respect both people but we can't and should not create a conflict or create an unsafe situation right so how do we resolve that to resolve that this process will start when we start to book the flight. So when we book the flight, there's going to be a question. And it's a single question every time when somebody books the flight. And that question is going to be, is, are you... uh, The question is... that do you agree to follow all the safety procedures and guidelines during the entirety of the flight, which includes wearing the mask at all times. So people who will wear the mask will say yes. And the people who will not or cannot wear a mask entirely for the entirety of the flight, they will say no. So now what do we have? before the flight now we have two categories of passengers one who will abide by all the safety rules and regulations and one who cannot or will not so this makes it a lot simpler now let's move on to the reservation of the flight how is it gonna be Uh, so when the reservation is gonna be it the airlines they actually have to make a very minute change another minute change in their reservation process and what that is it's a minor algorithm change so what the algorithm will decide it will decide how many passengers are for yes and how many are for the no for abiding by those safety rules policies and procedures so there are still passengers but it's just the two categories which will help the airlines to do, to book them on separate flights. So let's say there's two, three or two flights during the day before. People will book the flights, you know, and you can sit in whichever you want. But now the only change is going to be the airline can give option. OK, so the passenger who say yes, they will have to go into the 2 p.m. flight and the people who say no, they have to go to the 10 a.m. flight. So the software will be able to handle that instantly so instead of putting everybody together we're just going to classify the passengers into two categories and we'll book them accordingly and it resolves the problem of course sometimes you know there might be imbalances that there's might be few people hitting you know no and most people are hitting yes so what do we do in that situation hey first let me remind you this is a pandemic and we are going through this together there will be some sort of discomfort or inconvenience at some level and we really have to be prepared for that so let's say if there's less people and then airline what they might have to do they might have to cancel the flight for that day and book it for the next day but it will happen before they even book the flight the peop- the ca- the passengers will have the option to see because the 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 algorithm will be able to generate the flights according to how many passengers there are so only downfall for that is going to be there might not you might not see as frequently flights as frequent flights as you would during the normal times So let's say if there's five flights going in for today, you might see two flights. But again, this is all temporary to keep everybody safe, to avoid any conflict. So now we have two categories of the people and the people who agree to that, they will wear the mask during the entirety of the flight. Everything remains safe and everything is done as expected. And then there's another flight that people who cannot or will not wear the mask and that's their own choice. And everybody who's sitting with them are also the same kind of people who are not willing or cannot wear the mask. So there's no conflict and they are taking their own risk. Everybody in that flight are willing to take the risk. So that works out perfectly. Now I know you might be thinking... Hey, we agree to wear the mask, but what happens that uh, if we have to, you know, drink water or eat, what's going to happen in that time? I have a solution for that, too. It's a six hour solution. And what that is, that uh, if the flight is six hours or less, I think we can avoid eating. And how did I come up with that rule? Let me tell you. So the rule that I came up with is if the flight is six hours or less, then we don't have to eat. We can skip the eating part. Because, you know, it's a federal law that any hourly employee, if they work five hours, they don't have to have... A lunch the employer can skip their lunch but if they work over five hours and less than six hours then with the consent of an employee and employer in written they can skip the lunch and it happens very frequently lots of people work every day six hours without eating so i think in a flight we can all sit on our seats for six hours without eating that's as simple as that so that's my six hour rule Now, about drinking, you know, people will say, hey, you know, eating is fine, but six hours without having any drink, it's kind of really hard. And I understand that. So there's two, two solutions for that. So solution number one for a drink, you either have a flat straw. What flat straw does, it can go underneath your mask. So you don't have to take off the mask and you can take a sip. Solution number two, You can go to the lavatory, take your water bottle and have a drink in there. That's solution number two and resolves. And it's safe to assume that in a six hour, nobody should have to drink more than three times you know three times is more than enough and i think for that six hour time we can make it and once we make it and we are out of the flight then we are free to do whatever we want right so but hey we are doing everything to just keep everybody safe and of course there will be as i said some type of very small um, adjustments that we have to make ourselves prepared we have to prepare mentally for them so that's the solution for that now let me see if i'm Missing something in this? Okay, exposed. Okay, that I got that uh, six-hour rule. I got that. And for the Garcia reason, taking up the mask, the red. I got that. Um, just a wave of the mask. Got that. Okay. Okay. So now comes the part that. Uh, You know, people are giving up so much, you know, they're not eating, they're doing this and that, but airlines are taking their full profits. Only the people who are doing the, um, doing the compromise. So what do we do? How do we make this a balanced situation? Solution for that. So the, so the right way to do that is to incentivize people who are committed to keeping a safe flight experience for everybody. Yes, incentivize people, because people are giving business to the airline, helping them stay in business. This is a huge help during a pandemic. And the least the airlines can do is to incentivize people who are doing their best. And committing to it and compromising to it and making adjustment into their lives so that everybody stays safe. And which in turn is providing a business to the airline. So the fair thing would be to incentivize those people. And now what could be the ways to incentivize? Very, very simple. Um, Free upgrades. The airlines could provide if available free upgrades those are for those passengers for for current flights and maybe for the future flights other other incentives could be the airport food and drink coupons since nobody's eating during the flight they're saving that much money and also since you know it's a pandemic everybody's doing their own part they can at least provide some food vouchers to to those passengers and they can eat at the airport after a long flight Um, also could be the future flight discounts future flight discounts everybody loves them everybody i think would agree to that they could be from any amount however the airlines feel uh, appropriate for every passenger and I think this is some of the very least things the airlines can and should do for 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 the passengers. Uh, so yeah, these are some of these are the uh, incentives. Now let me see if I missed something. I think got the algorithm part. Incentivize. Okay, perfect, perfect. So yeah, guys. Um, now the final thing comes up too. Final problem was how do we make sure that everybody's free of covid like if there's a sick person on an airplane then again everything goes to waste so how do we do that okay so for this i have a five day rule although it cannot be enforced it can only be suggested so when people book the flights, there will be an agreement. The part of the agreement will be also so that people agree to the five-day rule. And what that five-day rule is, that anybody who is about to fly should have a COVID test in the last five days. And they also must quarantine themselves or separate themselves from everybody. Or socially distant themselves I think this is the courtesy that we have to depend on people to to agree on we cannot force them to do it but this is the way that it should be if somebody is about to fly for at least five days before that they have to have a COVID test and they have to socially distant distant themselves that will reduce the likelihood of them being sick on the flight, which in turn will reduce the likelihood of somebody being on the flight sick drastically. Drastically. And this is all about courtesy. Again, remember whenever we think about all these things, we are all in this together. And we can only Be safe. We can only move forward as long as we are working together, making compromises, adjusting to the new situation. That way, we can make this situation as short and as compressed as for a short time as possible. And that's the only way to break this thing. We really have to work together. And finally, of course temperature checks right before the flight. I think it should be a standard practice at every airport that anybody who's about to enter into the flight should have a temperature check. If somebody seems to have the symptoms that does not align properly or symptoms similar to COVID, I think that person should skip the flight. And that being said, my friends, it concludes the solutions and problems we face today during flight in this COVID times. I have written out an agree- I have written out um, an article about that. You're more than welcome to read. You can Google that. Of uh, the headline is foolproof solution for flight safety during COVID. It's on Medium.com. If you are not A subscriber to medium I highly suggest you do that they offer a free one month trial in that you have the access to every article every writing piece it's an amazing platform amazing publication where writers from all sorts of life everyday people write their life stories their perspectives and their experiences it's a such a diverse and enlightening platform so i'm sure if you check it out you will love it and you don't have to subscribe it you get a one month free trial, try it out. And if you don't like it, of course, you don't have to continue for that. But again, my article is on that. If you want to read it um, again, the headline is foolproof solution for flight safety during COVID. And you can type in my name. It should come up with that. Again, it's on medium.com. So thank you so much, everybody for listening. Today's podcast. Uh, and i hope this message can or re- can will reach to some airlines or if you know some people who are in airline industry maybe you can forward this because these are some of these solutions those are necessary because it's important to break this chain spread of the virus and keep everybody safe and everybody in business these solutions are aligned with everything so my friends uh Spread this out, If spread these solutions out. You don't even have to tell my name or where did you get it from. Make it your own. Tell them that is, these are your solutions. And just spread them because they are necessary. They can help a lot of people. So, yeah. Thank you again, everybody, for listening to today's podcast. My name is Tejas. And I will see you next time.